Nazi Media. Philadelphia, PA, West Oak Lane cover photo courtesy, Fox 29 Philly. Police say they found three men shot to death inside of a car in the West Oak Lane section of the city last night. 6 ABC Action News said the discover was made at Haynes Street and Cedar Park Avenue, at around 11.40 p.m. on Saturday night. Photo courtesy, 6 ABC Action News. Police were called to the scene for reports of a shooting inside of a white Kia. One man was reportedly found in the back seat of the car. Another victim was found hanging out of the front passenger's side door. Both men were suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. Police found one more victim lying in the alley. He was also suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. All three of the victims are reported to have been in their 20s. All three victims were pronounced dead at the scene. No suspects have been named and no arrests have been made so far. Police say they are searching to see if the incident may have been captured on nearby surveillance cameras. Corcoran, California, February 21, 2020, 12.36 p.m. Est. 41-year-old Jonathan Watson wrote a letter to a newspaper confessing that he killed two men after a counselor at the prison he was locked up but ignored his warnings that he might become violent if left in the presence of child molesters. One-man prison cells. ABC News 6, 6 app, reported, Watson wrote a letter to the Bay Area News Group in Northern California telling them he clubbed two men in the head at the California Substance Abuse Treatment Facility and State Prison in Corcoran. One prisoner, David Bob, 42, died from his injuries that same day. The second victim, Graham de Luis Conti, 62, died at a hospital three days later. Both deceased men were serving life prison sentences for aggravated sexual assault of a child under 14 years of age. Watson is serving a life sentence for a 2009 murder conviction. Prison Dormitories Watson said that his security level was changed days before the attack. He was transferred from a single-cell unit to a lower-level dormitory unit at the facility. Watson claimed he protested the transfer because of his history of extreme violence. He called the move a careless mistake. Watson says that six days after he arrived at the dormitory a child molester moved into the pod. Watson says he believed the man was taunting other inmates by watching children's shows on the television. Watson wrote in the letter that he couldn't sleep that night having not done what every instinct told me I should have done right then and there. Watson wrote in the letter to the newspaper, that two hours before the first attack he went to the counselor and told him he desperately needed to be transferred back to his one-cell unit before he seriously FCKS one of these dudes up. Watson wrote that the counselor scoffed and ignored him. Watson returned to the pod to see the inmate watching PBS again. Another inmate was there also this time and said something to the affect of so he's really going to sit here and watch kid shows in front of us like this. Watson says he recalls saying I got this, he said that's when he picked up the cane and went to work on him. Watson says he then left the pod looking for an officer so he could turn himself in. On his way to find an officer, he ran into another inmate who he says was known for sex trafficking. Watson says he thought to himself I might as well get as many of them as I can. So he went to work on that inmate too. Watson says that afterward, he finally found a guard. He says the guard didn't believe him until he looked around the corner and saw the mess he had left behind. Watson is currently in segregated housing while the prison investigates the two murders. He has not been charged with the killings yet. Greater than being a lifer, I'm in a unique position where I sometimes have access to these people and I have so little to lose. And trust me, we get it, these people are every parent's worst nightmare. Watson wrote in his letter to the newspaper.